Welcome back to the show with Quinn and Sid. We've got a good one in store. Yes, we do. Hope you guys are having a good week so far. And yeah, it's, I hope, yeah, the new year's been going well. Well, we're already in February and it's almost March. It's going by so fast. Like I can't even believe it, but. Yeah, I totally agree. It's, it's cruising. It's cruising. Yeah, this is going to be a good podcast. We haven't done a, a podcast in a minute, but we're, we are recommitting ourselves to this. So we spent some time on it and I'm excited. Yeah, it's cold in Arizona, so we're hoping it'll warm up here soon, but yeah, life is good. Yeah, but it's so warmer, we- warmer in Arizona than it is anywhere in the east, west coast, I would say. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Can't complain too much. No. What are we talking about today? All right, you guys, this is a good topic. Don't set goals. Set standards. It gets you intrigued just by the the title don't set goals set standards so let's get into it yeah i mean i think obviously we always talk about setting goals so mm-hmm. that's kind of hilarious that that's what we're talking about today but it's just uh something that i think you know is, is important to talk about and and i wanted to start with a story because i think this will illustrate exactly what we want to talk about today so I was, ah, man, I don't know where I was watching this or where I heard this, probably somewhere on Instagram, but this guy was, he's a mindset coach for NFL teams. And so he goes and he talks to NFL teams and he helps them set goals and meets with the team and all these things. And he said, he meets with a lot of different teams. So he's like, every time I sit down with a team every year, everybody writes down that they want to win the Super Bowl. And he has them, all right, write it, write down your goals. Like, let's, let's go through it. They all write down, I want to win the Super Bowl. I want to be MVP, whatever. I want to have 5,000 yards this year. I want to, all these great things. And then he says, all right, perfect. Thank you for writing those down. Rip them up now. And now I want you to write down what you're going to commit to. What, what standard are you going to commit to? And, and that's, that's what we're going to, that's what we're going to hold ourselves to. And so I, I just thought it really illustrated what we're what we're talking about today. Yes. I think that first things first, you're obviously gonna set goals. You've set New Year's resolutions. There's goals that you have. It could be quarterly, it could be weekly, it could be daily. Every single I mean, I set a goal every single day, but the backbone has to be the standard and you've got to understand exactly what that looks like in order to get and achieve the goal that you really want to hit. So for example, let's say that you have a wedding, a summer wedding, and you've got four months left before your wedding. You're like, man, I really want to look this way. I want to have some core in my honeymoon bikini. I want to look, you know, I want my arms to look more toned because I'm wearing a sleeveless dress. I mean, I've gone into depth about this so much on my, you know, social media platforms. So if you aren't following me there, please do. But But these, like a lot of females will have these goals before their wedding, before they put on the white dress, they walk down the aisle, they want to feel incredible in their dress. And you, that's where you could be. Your, your, your summer wedding is coming up. You've got 120 days. You have a goal to lose, you know, 20 pounds before your wedding. Now, if you set the goal and if you want the goal, what happens next? Like so many people say, okay, this is what I want. I want to drive this car. I want to make this amount of money. I want to look this lean. But what happens next for you? Do you have 
you know, an area of, you know, guidelines or a standard that you want to set because you, or that you need to set because in order to hit that desired weight, there has to be standards in place to do so. Yeah. I, I, I think it's funny because I feel like I'm one of those guys that sets some crazy goals and writes down big stuff. You always kind of laugh at me <laughs> because it's like I constantly am doing it, but I don't think it's bad to do those things as well. I just think it is also you gotta you gotta have in the mindset as well. I mean, when I meet with someone for the first time who signs up wants to work with me, right? We break down the goals, but but you gotta break them down. You gotta figure out you know what it looks like, and sometimes we we think that it's like an all or nothing standard that you have to have. When in reality, it's not even that either. Um, it's just living a standard higher than what you you used to right and and maybe setting that new identity for yourself oh so good we're gonna get into that you guys but first let's just go through what is a standard like what is what is standard even mean so i looked it up the dictionary let me just go through it a standard is a document that provides requirements guidelines or characteristics that can be used consistently to ensure the materials products processes and service are fit for their purpose so if you you know have a goal to to lose the 20 pounds before your wedding there has to be requirements guidelines and characteristics that constantly like every single day hit the standard to meet your purpose to meet your goal so that's what a standard is. And now why do we set standards? Um, first of all, setting standards is crucial to making good and better decisions. You guys know, I mean, we've all, especially females, when you know exactly that, you, you know, you're maybe starting, it's your time of month, you're starting your period, you know that, that you're going to feel a little bit off. If you can set the standards before you start your period, all of a sudden you have and you make better decisions. You're not so, you're not making decisions based on emotions. You're making decisions based on your future self and what you want more. That's how important it is to set set the standards so that you can make better decisions in the moment when it might be a little bit more challenging to do so. Yeah. I'm thinking to myself, as we, we talk about standards, I'm like, so many times I don't want to set standards because I don't want to have to deal with them. Mm. And I think that can be something that's, that's real as well. Or like, I don't want to set a goal that's too big because I don't want to have to think about it. Mm. Right. Or I don't want to set a standard because I don't want to have to think about it either. Cause then I'm, then I'm like, man, I'm not doing it or, you know, so it's an interesting thing with your mind where you don't necessarily want to set them. A lot of times yeah. I, f- I find in myself because then you're at a new, you're at a new level and you, totally. you almost have to it's come around to this new person and new identity and you have to switch it all up. But yeah, what about those people that are like, man, I don't even want to set totally. a standard. Why, why even, why even go there? Totally. No, I think Just about relax, like, enjoy my life. Yeah. No, the first thing I thought about is the, the comfort circle. When you typically, when you don't want to set standards is normally when you're hanging out in that comfort circle, you are not really doing anything to push yourself out of there. But when you do set those higher standards, all of a sudden it's a different level of frequency of energy. And you're like, okay, crap. Like I'm kind of nervous. Like I feel like my, you know, blood is pumping 
I'm getting stressed, right? You, there's a different level of energy when you set a bigger standard for yourself because you realize, okay, I said it. Now, if I'm a person of my word, there's things that have got to change in order to do it. So I feel like sometimes when you're stuck in your almost like your your average way of thinking, it seems scary. But the moment you do and the more frequently you, you get out of the comfort circle, I feel like the better you are at keeping those standards to yourself. Yeah, I agree. I think it comes down to creating a big enough desire, right? It comes back to, do you have a big enough desire to set a standard to hit the goal, right? Football players are like, man, I would for sure do these standards to win the Super Bowl or, or you know what I mean? Or, or have such a great year and, and get a higher pay grade or whatever the case may be. I think it's the same thing with fitness is like, lose 20 pounds or what, right? So what is that big burning desire that uh, would make you want to become a different person, right? And so that you can let go of your old standards that honestly have got you to where you are right now, right? It's whatever standard you have right now. It has gotten you to, you know, 10 pounds overweight or whatever the case may be. Totally. I think that a big part of this too, and I think about myself often, is when – the very first time I went through my whole transformation, I got I got to a place where I was honestly so pissed off at myself for being overweight, for not having any knowledge of what I should eat, what workouts I should do, what I should be following, uh, who I should be following. Like I had no knowledge, but I was just pissed at myself. I was letting myself go, and I hated that feeling. I hated it so much. I finally got to a place where I was so mad and I was like, you know, I'm, I'm done. Like this is, this is not going to be my future anymore. And if you, and that, the desire freaking drove me. Like I was like, it's, I'm changing my life. Like this is not okay. I don't like living like this and I don't like being just average. Like who wants to be average, you know? And so I, that's what reminded me as well. That's interesting. Cause yeah, that's like a different way of desire. That's almost like you're so mad at where you're at that it's a desire. Totally. So yeah, that's a different form of motivation, but obviously I think you need both. You totally need both. I know but I was more that driven is more towards the other motivation. I would totally, say. I would say it was more pain. The pain was mm. really, um, it was just my, it was the only thing I was focusing on. I was so frustrated. And then eventually it changed into pleasure. I realized how much pleasure I had when I got into a swimsuit and all of a sudden looked like a bad A. You know what I'm saying? Totally. Like it was, the pleasure started to change. Mm. And, but it, it, you have to start somewhere. And yeah. I just got to that point mentally where I was like, this is not okay. This is, I can't keep treating myself like this. Yeah, totally. Totally. So, that's, that's, that's a good point. The, the pain and pleasure. Both are great. Use them both. Use them both. I don't think one's better than the other at all. Yeah. I think, yeah, you use you use what you have. And, and if you're in a place right now where you're like in, in this in-between where you're not in terrible shape, but you're not in great shape, those are the people where I'm like, no, listen, you got to figure out this this new standard that you want with desire of like yes. feeling great, six-pack, shredded, um, totally. you know, just the, the whole transformation of yourself is what you'd go for. Yeah, no, that's, thank you for sharing that. That's amazing. Cause now that I feel like that's where we're at, where, or even maybe I was at, you know, a few months ago, I was like in pretty good shape, but like, why do I want to keep doing this? And that's mm. where the pleasure started. Oh man, this is what I want. This is what I desire more than falling back into old habits. I'm, 
I've changed the person that I am. So that's not even, I'm not even her anymore. Totally. Okay. So with that being said, these are some more personal standards and behaviors that are really good, that are going to bring out good decisions out of all of us. So let's just go through a few of them that are good standards to set. Number one is morals. Um, I'm not going to go like one to two, but I'm just going to list them off. Morals, mastery. Um, this one is the standard that will take you to reach the next level of excellence. So you're, you're looking great right now, but what's the next step? It's always co- continuous progression. Uh, self-discipline, worth ethic, um, work quality, humility, honesty, authenticity, culture, appearance, and hygiene. A lot of women like to go above and beyond with their appearance and their hygiene. But how about, you know, your health and fitness, the quality of life, the work balance, all of that. So these are good places to create standards so that you are aware of your purpose, your end goal, and how you're going to get there. Yeah. Even to add on to that list, I mean, you got family, you got business, you've got, those are all standards too. And then these are all just like things that would honestly affect every category, I think. Yeah. So it's perfect. And then we got the negative too, don't we? Yes. Negative, which is also good. The first one is selfishness. Let's like go into that because a lot of people set standards um, that really don't apply to you. They might apply to other people's lives, but they're not like your own standards. So an example of this is I remember a female came to me once and was like, I want to get in shape. And I was like, awesome. And then she was like, but I kind of feel like it's selfish a meet again shape. Now that belief, that belief right there might not have been hers, but it is just something that she has, that has been passed down. And now everything that she does for herself is considered selfish. So you have to think about like, is selfishness holding you back? Cause that's a negative standard that a lot of people don't realize they're setting or that they're putting in front of themselves, but it, it is a, it's a roadblock that stops them. True. Super true. I think that was my biggest one. I've, I've said that a few times on here, but you know, I just had a, I had a negative feeling towards being in elite shape or being in great shape. I had a, I had a negative connotation. I felt like people that cared about other people were fat, were focused on their family. I had this weird and it's, it's, it's literally turned 180 now where I think the complete opposite. Yes. Yes, totally. Okay. The next one is perfectionism, which I mean, as a, as a female, I feel like this is something maybe you relate to just a little bit more, um, because I know I do, but it's setting too high of standards for your work and your life that leaves you completely unresponsible and inflexible. So just think about, I mean, even when we first started podcasts or, you know, our business, I wouldn't do anything unless I'd planned for it for like two, three plus weeks. Now I've gotten to the, the point where, okay, if you give me a couple of days, I'll do it. I still like to plan. I'm still kind of that type A personality where I want it to be well. I want to feel prepared, but I'm also not going to set too high of standards where I actually like am completely, you know, stuck and I don't do anything. Yeah, totally. I completely agree with that. And a lot of ways, I think perfectionism is just um, when you have such a high, like, th- 
perfection mindset that you won't even do anything. Exactly. And and I think you should have that super high standard, super high perfectionism, but still do everything and mess up a lot and yes. keep going. My thing you know? is, I just changed the word perfectionism to excellence, to becoming excellent. And if if that what I want to do falls in the category of me just going, becoming 1% better every day and just reaching that level of excellence, then that's, I'm, I'm proud of that versus perfectionism. I feel like just really stops you in your tracks and you like, can't do anything. Like, yeah, it leaves you paralyzed. One other thing I want to add with that too, you know, with all these negative things, selfish perfectionism, you know, being mediocre and, and all these things that are holding you back. What I've found is when you just have a glimmer of hope, when you have this hope that, you know, either someone can help you or, you know, you, you know that this is going to be the change in your life, just holding on to that hope will help you. You know, I've seen in my life, like when I have some sort of hope that the future is going to be better and that things are going to be better, I'm willing to get after it more, give more, you know, um, you, you just have more oneness about you and you, you end up praying more, you know, even w- with us of faith, right? Like when you have hope, you pray for things when you don't, I mean, you're just in your own way and you're just selfish, right? Mm-hmm. So that's something I just wanted to add with all these negative things. If you can keep the hope alive, like so many times people come to us and they don't have very much hope that they can get in shape or that they can change things. And, just a little bit of hope in us, we can take that all the way and we can make sure that they have complete confidence after they're done. That's really good. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Last thing I want to add about, um, that it's, it goes back to the negative stuff, but uh, that was great, but, um, is bias standards. I think this one's a good one just because sometimes you have to look, are you holding yourself to the same standard of maybe the other people in your life, like your husband, your your partner, whoever it is, a family member, a friend, just make sure that you're holding yourself to the same the same standard or a higher standard than you are, you know, holding someone else. I think that's always just important to kind of look internally, figure out, you know, your standards and making sure that you are holding up to them. Okay, let's get into um, something that I feel like is if you can figure it out, you will set yourself up for so much freedom in your life. And it's not bending your behavior and standards to the expectations of others. This is huge. The people who want to make excuses will always go out on the weekends, drink and party and eat like crap because they felt like they didn't have a choice. They make excuses for what, for their behaviors. And if you can figure out how to not bend your standards or your behaviors, the expectations of others, you will literally oh, have so much more freedom in your life. Totally. I just feel like that's so important to, to talk about. Yeah. If you can say no, if you can keep your standard when you're around any, any person or anything or any environment, you're on a whole new level. In my opinion, you, you have a whole new level of respect from the people around you, from those who watch you, um, it's just, it's, it's one of the biggest things. I think if you can keep that standard when, when times are hard, I guess. Yeah. So going back to the topic of today is don't set goals, set standards, but I think we should rephrase it to set standards before you set your goal. So why would you like 
why is it important to kind of know the standards that you have to be every single day doing before you kind of know, like, before you have the goal? Or maybe you can have the goal, but you also got to really digest into the standards that you want as well. Yeah, I agree. We should change it to just, like, do both. Do Yeah. <laughs> Don't ever do one without the other. Totally. But um, I think the reason why is your mind, you know, can can't really conceive something so big and so different because you're where you're at right now. And so it, it can't conceive that you can actually, you know, be that or do that unless you figure out, you know, what those standards will will be. And then once you've done them for a week or two, then you can start to compound and, and gain confidence in those goals. Yes, 100%. I think that people tend to, and me included, I used to tend to do things backwards. I would say, okay, I need to eat better, so I'm going to cut off sugar completely. I started with the habit, um, this negative habit that, you know, showed up a lot and very frequently in my life, and I tried to, like, fix it. But the reality was that I just always, I felt like I would, was a bad eater that I didn't know how to fuel myself correctly. And so I never actually believed or conceived the fact that I could be a healthy person. So when I say that people, you know, do it backwards, I mean, you almost, you have to start with who you believe that you are. And if you can change your identity around certain standards, maybe you are a messy person. If you can change the belief to your clean person, we've talked about this before, then your standards, your values, your behaviors, your habits are all going to change because you believe in that one thing. So it could be the same with you've always believed that you're bigger boned, that you're overweight, that your genetics are terrible. If you can change that and and reprogram yourself into believing that you now take care of yourself, you go to the gym, you show up for yourself, you do things that make you feel better, that's when the actions, behaviors, and the standards are going to start to change. Yeah, going off of that, I mean, how true is it that we are so stuck on our identity that we are so committed to the the bigger boned or being called that or committed to that, that we will literally fight people because we know that that's the truth. Oh my gosh. I mean, I've seen clients come in and say, listen, I can't lose weight. Like there's no possible way. And I'm like, what, what? in the world, right? And and so what I'm trying to say is how many of these identities are you so tied to that you would literally I mean you're 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 literally holding on to it so much that there's just no way that you can change until you let go of that. Mm. And I think with fitness and health it's super easy to see, you know, people holding on to those and and it's hard to see it in yourself though. It's, it's super hard to see these things in yourself. I I've had some that I've that I'm constantly seeing and, and it's just in everybody. But, yeah. but seriously, like, what are you holding on to? Why wouldn't you let go of that and say, man, I'm, a, I'm super in shape. I'm going to be in shape. Uh, I'm going to be super fit. And, and some people call that faking it till you make it. I just call it like setting a new standard and setting a new identity. You're not really faking it. It's going to happen. Like you're literally going to change. So why is that faking it? Oh, so good. Yeah. And you guys to add on to that, if you, you have to ask yourself a question, a few questions. Are you more committed to the person you used to be or are you more committed to the person you want to be? You looking like in the future and who you want to be because if you're more committed to the person you want to be, 
you're going to make better decisions and you're going to keep the standards. Now, obviously, no one's perfect. Sometimes you have days that are a bit harder than others, but regardless, the next meal, you're back on track or the next day, you're back on track. You don't need to go three or six months of bad behavior until you like finally get to a low point where you like need to get, get it back on track. So ask you, ask yourself those questions and be more committed to the future self, to the person that you desire to be, not the person that you don't even want to be anymore. Why are you holding on to that? Like you said. Yeah. Yeah. I think one other thing I wanted to, to talk about. So I just finished a David Goggins book if you don't know him, I don't know, Google him, whatever. But if you do know him, he said something that shifted my perspective a little bit on um, success and, and whatever, right? Whatever you consider that to be. He said, remember, your greatness is not tied to an outcome. It is found in the the diligence of the attempt. And I I like that a lot because... At the end of the day, if you're willing to attempt and attempt and attempt and do your best every single time, that is what's tied to greatness and success and winning. And when we say that, that's all we mean is that you're getting up and you're trying and you you haven't stopped. So that's what I kind of wanted to, to end with. Yes. Um, last thing, too, is just like you have to revisit your goals or else you forget and they're gone, right? You got to revisit the standards. I think, yeah, with anything in life, if the more that you look at it, the more that you see it, the more that you're aware of it, the more that you're actually attracting yourself to being that or to that, whatever it is, and you can achieve it quicker, easier, and just more aligned with what you want. So look at, set the standards, look at your goals. So all of your new year's resolution goals and go back and Take the time to figure out what you need to be doing to hit that goal. And I feel like you will definitely get there a lot, a lot quicker and a lot easier if you do that. So that's all I have today. Anything else you want to add? Yeah, same. That was great. I think it really had me thinking and hopefully you guys were able to take something from this. Please share it. Let us know if you listen to it. Text us. I don't know. Screenshot it on Instagram, whatever you can do so that we we know that people are listening. We, we love that. Um, hopefully this made you think and we'll um, be back next week. Yeah. We'll be back next time. week.